For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Newcastle videos and podcasts, download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. And Kabul. Danny Rose! Oh, what a shot! That's extraordinary! (laughs) It's come nine minutes into his Premier League debut! He's written himself forever into Tottenham folklore. <laughs> well, I can't believe what I've just seen there. What a strike. That is unbelievable. And he may have knocked Arsenal out of the title race. Hello and welcome to CHN Radio. I'm your host, Greg Troxell, and we have another emergency pod for you, our third one in the month of January. This is fantastic. Uh, it is not another permanent signing, but we'll get you, or not one at all, because we haven't had one yet, but we'll get you all that information. Uh, but we have not one, but two guests to introduce to you. So first, I'll bring the one that the smooth, silky voice that you're all familiar with, the best damn coast in the land, Elijah Newsom. How you doing? Hey, we out here in these streets, gang, gang, gang. You already know what's going on. Uh, super pumped that Newcastle have a left back. That was that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you might regret that intro in the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, the the <laughs> next one, the next person I'll bring in is a special guest because he is the expert on all things Danny Rose and the managing editor of Carlisle Free Captain. I bring you Dustin George Miller. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Now, Dustin, just to, our listeners have not been exposed to your sweet voice before, but where can the people find you? Yeah. So uh, I am the managing editor of Cartilage Free Captain, which is SB Nation's uh, Tottenham Hotspur blog. Uh, and you can find me on the internet um, posting several times a day, usually uh, on the site, but also I'm on Twitter. Uh, the site's Twitter handle is at Cartilage Free, and my personal handle is at Dustin GM. Cool. Love it. So we have, we have a lot to go through. So what we'll do to start is I'll give a little intro on what we know so far, and then we'll, we'll start bringing you guys in and giving me your expert takes on Danny's Newcastle Rose. Oh. Um, so, so multiple outlets claimed today, Wednesday, we're recording this um 
that Danny Rose is – he's done, done deal. Going to, going to Newcastle. He's going to St. James Park on a loan. Um, it's understood that it's a $2 million fee. Uh, there may be something that will be reported later, but um, we're not sure yet if it's going to be a permanent one. So a little background on Danny Rose. He's from the north of England. Started his career at Leeds and joined Spurs in 2007. He was on loan at Watford when he made his senior debut. And he also uh, went on a loan spell with a club close to Newcastle that we shall not name that might be playing in League One currently. Oh, big um, win for them today, too. <laughs> Week 1-0 win. Yeah. I didn't know you, you followed League One. But, um, <laughs> but, Only uh, the scout, Oxford. That's, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scouting Oxford. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he went back and forth in loan. And then after the 2013 season, it was pretty much, he was at Spurs since. Um, so we'll start, uh, we'll start with you, Dustin, just like, give me a, a poem. You don't have to actually give me a poem, but tell me, (laughs) tell us about your thoughts, your genuine thoughts on Danny Rose. Oh, I mean, how much time do you have? Um, (laughs) Danny Rose is probably one of, if not my, well, not quite the, but certainly one of my favorite uh, current Tottenham Hotspur players. Uh, I, I love this guy to death. Uh, he, he is currently the, uh, the longest tenured uh, member of the Tottenham Hotspur first team uh, because he's been around. I mean, he, he came in uh, from Leeds in, in 2007. Uh, and, and made his first team debut in uh, actually 10 years ago uh, against uh, Arsenal in the North London Derby and, and had one of this incredible goal on, on his debut uh, where he uh, it, it was off a corner kick and the ball got deflected out to him. And he was about, I don't know, 30 yards out from goal and just fired this rocket of a shot right past uh, the keeper. Uh, and it, it's it's the best goal he's ever scored, and it was his first one. Uh, so he's <laughs> always going to be known uh, around Tottenham for for that goal, the uh, on his Premier League debut goal. Uh, and and since then, he's kind of had an up and down sort of uh, career at Spurs. He uh, was kind of bouncing in and out of the side for a while, went out on loan a couple times, um, and uh, was was not getting very many games. Um, and, and, and until he, he went out and loaned to Sunderland the 2012-13 season. And that's when he really started to the, the kind of kick on. I think there was a point where he al- actually almost got sold um, under AVB, uh, Andre Villas-Boas, uh, right before uh, things kind of turned around. But he had this really good uh, goal, or really good uh, loan for Sunderland, came back into the side, uh, happened to be there when Mauricio Pochettino first got hired. And uh, apparently one of the first things that Pochettino said to Danny Rose when, when he came in, he pulled him aside and said, I'm going to get you in the England team. And he did. Uh, Rose really turned a corner and became uh, Tottenham's starting left back uh, for, for years, years and years, and uh, formed a really devastating tandem. And Spurs were good in like that 2015-16 and 2016-17, those seasons. Uh, uh, he and, and Kyle Walker uh, were probably the two best fullbacks in the league. Uh, so he's been really kind of a, an outstanding servant for the club. Uh, just an all around. I, I, I just love the guy. I, he's, he's very outspoken. We'll get into that later. Um, super outspoken guy says what he, what he thinks uh, has no filter. Uh, I, I, you're going to love him. I, I just think uh-huh. you're going to absolutely adore this guy. Yeah. And Elijah, uh, let's give some of our fans a take into where you see him fitting. It seems like there's, there's one option in this. 
Uh, but give us your take on like what we're going to get from Danny in black and white stripes. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the spot I'd slot him in at immediately, like you said, there's only one spot for him, and that's striker. I mean, uh, Joel Linton's <laughs> not backing any goals. Andy Carroll. <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, I mean, but, you, you, you joke about this, but he could probably do it. That's the thing. I, oh, you think I'm joking, but we're, we're not. Uh, we, there is literally one goal scored amongst all of our strikers this season. Um, and that is really sad to say out loud. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously left back um, is going to bring a little bit of what Jetro brought to the team in terms of, like, his offensive capability um, and also be able to actually be a solid defender. He's going to be able to swing in some, some delicious balls that I don't know who's going to be on the end of them. Maybe it'll be Joel Linton. Maybe it'll be Fabian Share with Newcastle. You have no idea. Um, but it should be a good uh, pairing to put alongside whoever's on that right-hand side, whether it be um, DeAndre Yedlin or Lazaro, both guys who are just super aggressive. And so it'll be nice to have a solid uh, defensive addition to the back line as well as someone who can go forward and provide some offense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead, Dustin. No, I was going to say, I think that's right. Uh, the one thing that Danny Rose has been known for uh, at Tottenham was that he is an offensively-minded uh, fullback. Uh, and uh, he, he primarily was known, a couple of years ago at least, for his pace. So he, he would get forward a lot. Uh, he was mostly known for kind of bombing up that left wing. Uh, his crossing has been kind of, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hit or miss. Uh, he, he can put a good cross in, but he's not. Uh, he's not a dead eye cross like maybe Kieran Trippier was, uh, yeah. or or other. Uh, there, there's probably others who will be, who will be able to pass or cross better than, than what Danny does. But uh, uh, the 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 one concern I have for him now is that he's 29, uh, and one of the things that we noticed uh, at Tottenham at the beginning of the year here is that he does seem to have lost about a half a step of pace. Uh, so he's not as quite as adept at getting forward with that blinding speed that we knew about. Uh, earlier but he's still uh you know he's a cromulent left back uh for sure uh and uh since you don't have one uh i, I think you'll you'll take what you can get <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh you know he, he can do a job for sure and if he's motivated enough uh, absolutely i think he'll be a good fit yeah it's funny i actually i wrote an article today uh, do a bi-week bi-weekly report on coming home newcastle.com and one of the questions i asked was how can we get our attackers goals and we have one Premier League goal between the four players that have played forward this year, uh, at least 100, min- 100 minutes. One goal in the Premier League. It's insane. It's awful. Um, we have, like, what, three center backs with more goals than that in the Premier League? Yeah. So <laughs> it's a very abnormal season for Newcastle. And my solution was getting, uh, like, m- making it so our wing backs are forcing our attackers into the box and, like, running our offense through them. Because we have Almiron and ASM taking most of the like, counterattacks up the field by themselves. But having a Danny Rose on one side and having a Yedlin on the other, both are still – like Yedlin's definitely very fast. And Danny Rose still has something. Um, they could bring the ball up on these counterattacks. Um, they'd have to do – really get into shape because <laughs> there's a lot of running that they'd have to do. But we just need more players in the box. and. And having somebody with that experience, Premier League experience, that's comfortable on the ball and is attacking-minded could significantly improve like our attackers actually doing what they're supposed to do, which is scoring goals. So definitely interesting predicament we're in, but it's a great signing for us. Um, next question. 
Well, before before we get to that, oh, I, yeah. I want to judge what you guys. I, I have a question for you, actually, and that is, okay. I, I kind of want to get your feeling. What what are your uh, feelings about the dark arts of football? Uh, like uh, when it comes to just pure unvarnished shithousery, are you pro or 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 con? <laughs> well, we don't have a choice right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I'm going to tell you what, uh, Danny Rose is like a, a God tier level shithouse. And yes. it's, it's one of the things that I love the most about him. Uh, he, he is just adept at being able to, to, to win fouls around the edge of the box. Uh, I mean, he, he'll go down easy. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll hit people in the nuts if he has to. He, he's just absolutely incredible shithouse. And I, that's one of the things that I just love about him. Uh, you know, he, he'll, he'll pick up a yellow, uh, every so often and, you know, people are going to hate him. Uh, at least people opposing fans tend to hate yeah. him. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if you're looking for someone to kind of get a little dirty, uh, on the pitch, uh, D- Danny's one of the guys that, I mean, we, he'll, he'll do this, he'll do something like, uh, uh, you know, get the ball in the box and then, uh, look for contact and, 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 and fall over dramatically. Uh, but, you know, he, he gets fouled, but he also goes down kind of easy. Uh, but, he, but he's very adept at kind of picking up those, those cheap fouls or around, the, around the area. And, yeah, uh, he is going to fit in perfectly with Matt Ritchie and John Joe Shelby. <laughs> yeah, no one's, no one's going to want to mess with that side of our pitch. Uh, <laughs> also, just the the being crafty about picking up fouls. That's like what Miguel Anron is like. That's probably been his biggest leap forward this year. Is he just wins a lot of fouls now? And I think part of it is a little bit of the acting. Part of it is he's getting some calls. But I mean, he just finds his way in the situations, like you said, Rose does, where it's just like, you know, there's a little bit of theatrics in there, but no one gets mad at it. You know, right? No, it's a totally earned foul. Yeah, uh, but he's gonna make sure the ref knows that he got fouled. Is what yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, is there a player in the Premier League currently that you would say is similar to Danny Rose? Like another player that people could kind of like, okay, uh, let's like that makes sense to me. Like I'm thinking like of a like a Marcus Alonso, like would be a, oh, a wow. decent comparison to Danny Rose. Like that's I'm not saying really like, good... yeah, okay, you that's you get what I'm saying. Good question. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, man. Or any any it doesn't have to be Premier League, just any like notable player that you think like you know what he reminds me of this player or because of this. I, this yeah. is kind of a hard question to. Follow. Yeah, no, I, I think Alonso is actually not too bad of a shout. Uh, yeah. I think Alonso is a better player, uh, but uh, just yeah. that that same kind of uh, uh, or maybe he's got maybe a little bit of William in him too. I, I think that that that's maybe a bit of a stretch, but. Uh, you know, just that, that probably is a better finisher than William. So I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I would not count on Danny Rose to get you goals. Uh, he, he, no. he will... Well, we have to, so yeah, <laughs> at least not on his own. I mean, he might, he might be able to find, uh, you know, get, get some assist here and there, or at least, uh, you know, get a hockey assist or two, but, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's not going to be a guy that's going to be able to cut inside and fire at the, at the goal. He just doesn't do that. That's not his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he can do is uh, he's very good in transition. So, like, if you play on the counterattack, uh, uh, he's got the ability to uh, 
to either, uh, you know, run with the ball and progress up the pitch on the wing uh, or, or look for, like, be an outlet, like a quick outlet kind of player uh, where you, know, you get the ball to him and he can start an attacking move and then get the ball to, a, like, a, to Shelby or to, a, you know, some kind of a player that can then facilitate a, a counterattack. So... Uh, you know, don't count on him to to score because he he just won't. That's not his game. But you know, the the best goal he ever scored was that one against Arsenal that I told you about, and that was mm-hmm. just this incredible long range bomb. Really, look it up on on YouTube. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, well, he, Elijah, we we I mean, you you the listeners would probably have heard this by now, but maybe we can get that audio clip of the goal and put it in this. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We'll just <laughs> <laughs> the listeners have already heard it, but I'm just yeah. gonna throw this in. Whatever. Oh, yeah. you guys are mad. <laughs> um, so we're gonna take a break real quick, and then Elijah on the second half of this break is gonna tell us what are we getting differently from seeing Jetro Willems to Danny Rose. What are we gonna see differently between the two players? Uh, oh. if, if you want to, Elijah. I mean, I don't really have a choice. Okay, so we're gonna do that. Right after this break. Okay, Elijah, tell us about the differences between Jetro and Danny. I think that the first thing is, uh, like Dustin pointed out, Jetro was looking to score a lot. Uh, and, and to be fair, he had some bangers, um, but he would typically bring the ball up uh, the, the pitch. Um, you know, uh, bomb four. They both are pretty offensive minded. Um, but he, if he was getting, if he was out there on the flank, he was looking to cut inside and have a shot. There were some crosses he put in, but a lot of the time he's going to cut in and shoot. I don't see Danny Rose doing a lot of the same. I see him cutting in and maybe making the smarter pass or you know laying it off like Dustin said, getting it to another playmaker, still being a threat, um, but not. I don't know if he's going to be looking to to shoot as often as Jetro did, which which is a fair bit. And then kind of similarly, I, I think. I think defensively, um, I think they're going to be kind of similar. You know, they're going to be able to do the defensive work, a bit, but the way Newcastle play, they're going to – Danny's going to have to sit back and defend every so often. So I do see some similarities there, but I think the main difference you'll see is he's not going to try to do some crazy skill move and cut inside and try to curl it in from an impossible angle because that's just not his game. That's that's 100% the Jetro Willems, uh, like, book – but the Jetro Willems guide to being Jetro Willems is just cut in and shoot. <laughs> yeah. That, that Liverpool goal being the yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, he's done that. He did that a couple of times and he probably could have like five goals Jetro, but uh, yeah, this is, I think this is a player that we like, we are so much more comfortable now knowing that this is happening because we, I mean, Matt Ritchie, that's just not sustainable in that, in that position. Yeah. And he's bound to get a red card anytime he's playing. So, um, I am excited to see the first fight between Matt Ritchie and Danny Rose after a goal is scored. So, Dustin, you may not know this, but Matt Ritchie likes to physically assault our own players when a goal gets scored. Yes. So I'm interested to see how that works out. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Danny will punch him back. Yeah, hits him that would be a great, great we, – yeah. we'd love it. Newcastle supporters would be all about it. <laughs> the first red card given for a you know, Newcastle player hitting another Newcastle player. Yeah. Know. I mean, that in the corner flag kicking, that's Matt Ritchie. And, I mean, Dustin, I don't know if you saw this, but, uh, I mean, our listeners have all seen this. But uh, a couple – this was, I guess, last week, Greg, when Matt Ritchie, uh, Newcastle scored, uh, mm-hmm. and he kicked the corner flag. Um, and, it was and a goal landed. against Chelsea. Yeah, the last-minute goal against Chelsea. Um, and he just absolutely destroys this corner flag. 
and the top of it flies off and hits a guy in the stands right in the nuts. So <laughs> it, was it was great. Certainly an amazing moment. <laughs> Slow motion GIF and everything. It was, I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a question for you, Dustin is there's been rumors around. I don't know how accurate this is. Maybe you have a better idea that Danny Rose and Pochettino had a pretty iffy relationship. And then that just didn't continue on with Mourinho. I'm not sure if he's just maybe not the first choice guy. I don't know. Could you give some insight into that, like player-manager relationships with the last two? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of complicated. Uh, the, I would actually say that uh, the Pochettino and, and Rose had uh, overall a very good relationship uh, and a very tight one. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, Pochettino had kind of pulled Danny aside and said, you're my guy, I'm going to get you in the England squad. And he yeah. did. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's uh, an anecdote that around uh, the, the Tottenham changing room that Danny was known as Pochettino's son uh, because oh, wow. those two were, were so tight. They were very close. Uh, but, you know, they had their up and down moments. Uh, and, you know, Danny is extremely outspoken. Uh, you know, if, if he, if he uh, says something or has something on his mind, he's going to say it. Uh, the, the, the Tottenham journos that I know of have said frequently kind of off the cuff and, you know, off the record that uh, Rose is their, their all-time favorite interview because he just says whatever the hell's on his mind and he has no filter whatsoever. And that kind of came to a head a couple years ago when, uh, when Danny went actually and had this gigantic interview um, with, with the son. Uh, which is, you know, not not the 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 English newspaper you really really want to be dealing with. I think, uh, you know, major, you know, Murdoch tabloid kind of style, not known for their their uh, you know accuracy or truthfulness in reporting. Yeah. But he had this big time uh, interview in the Sun where he just kind of laid out his frustrations with what was going on with the team at the time. This is the, right before Kyle Walker left uh, for Manchester City. And, you know, he, he just kind of uh, spilled, uh, you know, a lot of uh, bile kind of all, all over in that interview. Um, nothing that he said was particularly wrong, but it was very, uh, you know, I guess you would call it tactless in a way, uh, both in the choice of, of the paper that he used and also some of the things that he said. And it really kind of upset, uh, you know, the entire Spurs hierarchy. And it, it kind of caused the, you know, Pochettino was angry with him for a while and actually dropped him for a little while, uh, but then brought him back into the fold kind of as time went on. So he's had uh, a kind of divisive relationship, uh, in, especially in recent years with Tottenham. And you can kind of see that uh, he's been, you know, a little frustrated with how things are going on. He obviously wants to play, but he also knows he's getting a little bit older and doesn't quite have, uh, you know, the pace that he once did. Um, and that that's under Mourinho that that's all kind of come to a head. Uh, I don't think, um, you know, Mourinho's left him out of the squad uh, while he's been fit for the, like the past four or five matches. And it, it's clear that they, they aren't getting along. And then, uh, you know, at one point Danny even said that, you know, I I'm, I'm playing to see out my contract. People are going to talk to me about, about potentially leaving, but I'm not, I'm going to stay out uh, until my contract expires in 2021. And that's just the end of it. Um, obviously that's that's Danny being Danny a little bit and he's he's now in Newcastle and I think it's a good move for him uh but you know he t he talked about wanting to play up north before his uh career ended he's been very outspoken about his challenges uh dealing with mental health issues and depression uh which his his credit has been a, you know an amazing thing to bring up and he's been very good about that entire thing um so he he's had his challenges but uh you know it, it's 
kind of, in some ways, it's, it's just kind of sad that uh, uh, now is kind of when things are coming to a head, and it's just time for him to go. And I, I'm just, I'm going to miss him a lot. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> it, uh, it, it's good to know that because we are used to, as Newcastle supporters, are used to players that where fan bases are kind of fed up with the player, and then they come to us, and then they kind of have a, a proving ground. Newcastle's their proving ground to see if they can make it. And that's just the reality of what it's been under Mike Ashley. Um, Elijah, I don't, you, I don't think you'll disagree, do you? No, I yeah. disagree. And so Danny Rose is a, is a weird one for us because everyone like, likes him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Spurs related. I mean, there's, some, there's definitely some talking points against him and there's definitely some mistakes he's made. But overall, like the tenure, he's a beloved player for the last decade. So yeah, I, I think that's fair. Just, uh, and, you know, and, and he's, uh, there, there are Spurs fans that are kind of fed up with him, especially with yeah. his, kind of his outspoken nature and some of the interviews he's had and, and public, public comments about his club and his role. Um, and I think there, there's a sizable percentage of Spurs fandom that that's ready to just let him go. Yeah. Um, and that's fair. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I just love the guy so much. I, I don't, I don't ever want to see him leave. I want him to stay around because you never know what he's going to say next or do next. That, <laughs> yeah. That's just awesome. Yeah. Um, and speaking of some of the things that he said, he was interviewed in February, uh, of last year, 2019. And he said, I will play up North. I don't know exactly when, but I will get back up to the North and play some football somewhere. And yeah. it looks like Danny, you have gotten your wish. Um, we I actually have... called him King of the North, uh, on the oh, site today. Yes. Uh, which which I love. Um, yeah, no, he's he's an outspoken. Yeah, I think he was born in Doncaster, and uh, yep. you know he's, he's a proud Yorkshireman. Uh, always did say he wanted to play up north, and you know you can't get a whole lot much more north than Newcastle. You can't, not in the Premier League at least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good another legal yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elijah, any last things and last comments you want to say about Danny Rose? And then um, I have one more question for you, Dustin, after this. No, I mean, this would be exciting. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to have a left back. I'm excited to have a, another veteran in this team um, that can really help Newcastle see out their their safety um, going forward. All we need is 10 points. And I feel like Danny Rose is going to be able to contribute to us getting those 10 points um, in a very positive way, both, both on the pitch and off the pitch. And Dustin, you've got me excited to hear what he says, because I think um, now it, we're getting a lot more personalities in the club um, and, and the club are kind of playing into that. There's been a lot yeah, of features. Great point. Yeah. yeah. A lot of they're, they're not featuring players on the YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff. And just the recent signings, I mean, Lazaro and, and Alan St. Maxman alone are just both really flashy, fun. Out, yes, uh, yeah. Clout swag un- unlimited. <laughs> and then Ben Taleb's just a, a good personality to have as well. So it, it's, it's good to see another nice personality join the club as well to mm-hmm. go alongside this recent slew of, of Steve fun Bruce's guys. mags. <laughs> yeah. Good old Bruce's mags. Um, You're definitely getting a personality. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so my last question to you, Dustin is Danny Rose, Nabil Ben Taleb, and DeAndre Yedlin, when are you turning in your Spurs shirt for black and white stripes? <laughs> oh, that that's sweet, you guys, but no. <laughs> All right, uh, well, we tried. Know, <laughs> yeah, we tried. <laughs> you know, Bentelev is one of those guys where uh, when he was actually playing for us, we kind of were like, we were ready to punt him into the sun. Um, <laughs> so we weren't very sad to see him go. 
Uh, it's good to have him back in the Premier League, but uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, a character is one way of putting it. And Yedlin, <laughs> you know, Yedlin just wasn't going to get the game time uh, he was at the time when he was at Spurs. He was yeah, he had Kyle one Walker. appearance, right? He had one. Yeah, he was behind Kyle Walker and, and then Kieran Trippier. Yeah, uh, he he just wasn't going to get the time, so he he had to go just to you know to get game time. Uh, so I I don't begrudge him. I kind of wish we had him now, uh, but. You know, that's that's I've heard that from plenty of Tottenham <laughs> fans that I'm friends with. Like, I wish we had Yedlin now. I'm like, wow, is things that rough? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, right back situation is uh, you know, Serge Aurier is our guy right now, and he's uh, uh, he's been playing pretty well recently, and actually, he's been playing quite well recently, but uh, uh, you, you just kind of wonder when you know, he's gonna barf on his shoes next because that always seems to happen every, every other game. So, we're uh, we, we definitely need an upgrade. <laughs> you cannot take Yedlin from us. Um, <laughs> so that concludes our emergency podcast. Danny Rose, the newest member of Newcastle United. Uh, we'll stay tuned. There's not much time left in the transfer window. There's still rumors around. Maybe we bring in a striker. Uh, as I'll say it in Elijah's pronunciation, Gerard Bowen. Uh, yeah, Gerard, City my being, boy. <laughs> being one of the, uh, the targets. So if it happens, if anything happens, we will give you an emergency podcast. You will get that from us. But until then, Dustin, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Great to be here. Uh, so definitely make sure to, to give him a follow. Uh, Elijah, thank you as always. You've been wonderful. And that concludes our emergency podcast. And we will... Uh, you'll get hopefully one or two more podcasts from us this week so we'll, we'll be in touch soon and everyone have a fantastic day and whole way to life sitting inside a fridge but I wish I was on the case side looking at the old time bridge I'm coming home Newcastle I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of your own brown hill I'm coming home Newcastle if you never win the cup again, I'll brave the dark at St. James's Park if the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home. And I'm proud to be a Jody and to live in Jody land. Some people think we're bawdy and we're hard to understand. And they say it's just self pity. And we're not so very tough Cause the people in the big fat city Haven't had it tough as rough I'm coming home, Newcastle You can keep your London wine I'd walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound And me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home The old blind busker who stands at Phoenix door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names like Linda Swan in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gates at Games. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again. I'll brave the dog in St. James's Park, if the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home, Newcastle, you can 
keep your London way. I've walked the streets all day, I'll wait for a bottle of the river tide. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother seeing him away. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I may as well have been in jail. Walk the streets all day, I'll meet for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again, I'll brave the dog.